the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. AM 970 The Answer presents Eye on Real Estate. This is your premier source for real estate information from the hot properties in the tri-state to the latest real estate market trends. From mortgage news to answers to all your real estate questions, you'll be in the know with help from the experts. I'm getting closer to Call now, 866-970-9622. That's 866-970-9622. Now, here's your host for Eye on Real Estate, Douglas Elliman's CEO, Dottie Herman. Good morning, everyone. I feel like I'm echoing, but we are, I am echoing, I think. So I, I think I have to switch mics because I am echoing. Anyhow, we are broadcasting from Miami Beach, Florida. And my co-host attorney, Jerry Feeney, and Ace, our financial expert, are here. And we're in the magic city, as they call Miami. Hi, Dottie. We're in Miami. Yes, we are. But my, I'm having trouble with this. It's echoing. So... I maybe take your headphones off. How about that? Let's try that. Okay. Yeah, maybe I'm that. just echoing. Okay. Anyhow, there are 77,000 people from and actually besides the most wonderful art, it's a party city. Everyone is here. The hotels are jammed. And let me tell you a little bit about Basel. If you have never been there, it's uh, five years that Douglas Elliman has sponsored it. Uh, but let me tell you some facts. Art Basel is the most lavish, exciting art show on the globe. The first edition of Art Basel was in 2002. The event takes over the whole city. And when I tell you the whole city, it takes over the whole city. There are 80,000 visitors expected, and it seems like more to me. Um, the art fair is held in the 1.1 million square foot Miami Beach Convention Center, the equivalent of 172 football fields. Now, if you know football fields, that's quite large. So I suggest don't do what I did when you go to see the art and wear four-inch heels. Wear sneakers. Uh, participating in the fair are 267 galleries picked by a jury from 31 countries some paying over $100,000 for a booth in which to show their wares in addition to the official art bows in the convention center there are at least 20 satellite fairs and a blizzard of other events there's parties every night i mean it's just one it's culture with a lot of fun how else can i say it Miami Beach has more cocktail lounges and bars than any other place per capita in the United States. I'm sure you'd want to know that, Jerry and Nate. Really? Really? Yes. 
My mat, but it also has more tattoo parlors, which I hope you don't want to go to, um, than libraries, more bars per capita in any city in America, and more spray tan parlors than schools. Spray tan. Yes. I didn't, I didn't get that. Spray tan, in case you want to spam. A little problem with our uh, broadcasting here, but anyhow, we will survive that. We're here, Ace, with Citizens Bank, and we'd like to help help thank him for helping support the show. How long has it been since you've been on our show? I think I've been on his show for about six years yeah, now. Six years, and he's a real pro, a real pro. Uh, and we want to thank Citizens Bank, and we'd like to thank them for helping support the show. It's part of the way they give back to the communities in New York, in the area, in Florida, all over, and the way they give back to the communities in New York. I'd like to thank them as the bank. Guys, you can't talk while well, I'm, I'm sorry. I apologize to our audience. We are just having some audio. I mean, it's not like we're in New York. We're doing this in a rainy day in Miami, and their cable isn't as good as ours, I don't think. Uh, so, uh, so bear with me, bear with me. <laughs> because what do they say? The show must go on no matter what. I th- I'd like to think that Citizens as a bank who actually wants to loan you money, Citizens has more than 1,200 branches and 3,200 ATMs across 11 states in the Northeast. They offer personal and business banking, student loans, home equity products, credit cards, and more. So if you've got any questions about mortgages, ACE is here to help. So give us a ring at 866-970-9622. You can also Twitter us on Facebook or call today um, on 866-970-9622. That's 866-970-9622. But I have some good news for you. I'm working on an app. I think you could probably already get it at the App Store. I'm just trying to perfect it so it's in real time. I think you won't get it for an hour. But if you go to the App Store, there's an Ion Real Estate app. It happens to have my face. In case you don't see it because you're on radio and you've never seen it, now you can call up and say, well, I think you're ugly. I think you're pretty. No, whatever. It's on the App Store. And um, hopefully in the next two weeks we'll have it so that you can get it live if you want it live when we're doing the show. And if you want to listen to it two or three days later, that's fine, or a week later, or a month later. And, you know, we'll have all our shows and they'll, all the podcasts and it all be broken down. So we're happy about that. That's why I answer your emails. So, um, and it's called Ion Real Estate. So... Being here, I, I just want to tell you that later on, we decided since we're in Florida, we, you know, and there's so much interest in Florida, and we'll talk about that in a second. Um, we're going to have Jay Parker, who uh, is the CEO and president of our Florida division, and we have, I, don't, I lost track. I'll have to ask him of how many offices. We have a lot, and he has done a sensational job with them. And we're going to have him tell you a little about Florida because um, I don't want to not New York, and I don't think some of those things are going to pass as far as the tax things, well, the but Jerry was telling me before we got to the show, as we were sitting here talking before the show, you had a lot of questions from clients. So this week alone, with the new tax plan that's proposed, the issue for New Yorkers and people in 
high income tax states is that it's going to eliminate either entirely or partially, depending on which version ends up getting passed, the deductibility for state and local income taxes. So the, the theory was that uh, that would cause a exodus from high tax states to tax havens like Florida, where there is no state income tax. And by the way, that's exactly what's happening this week. Anecdotally, I will tell you that three wealthy family clients called this week with tax advisors on the line, analyzing, all right, you know, enough already. We're going to have to leave New York and we're going to buy in Miami. Now, Miami loves it. The brokers down here are already seeing a, a, a tick up. But I'm not sure this is what, you know, this is going to, I think it's really going to be harmful to the New York real estate market. Not yet, but we're close. We're close. We're close to this version being final. So, I mean, people Miami, need to call. Okay, so let's just examine this. I mean, look, there, I, I, first of all, to move to Florida, you have to really not have, I mean, they're very strict. I mean, you just can't just move there and have your business in New York. You, right. You could not. So to, to establish residency, you cannot be present in the state of New York more than 180 days in a year to be considered a New York uh, resident. So now the standards for Florida residency, I don't know because I'm not a Florida uh, attorney. But from a New York perspective, uh, if you are present in New York more than 180 days a year and have a, a, a principal place of abode, then they will consider you all your worldwide income subject to New York taxation. But can't all your doctors and all, like everything that you do really has to be from. Yeah, but people that can work remotely, yeah, know, no, like traders and, and to some extent lawyers and if, who can just. If you're retired, if you're in a business, wealthy it families, doesn't matter yeah. right. where you work from. Okay, yeah, you have exactly. to be in a business that it doesn't matter where you work from. Yeah. Like, you know, what well, if you're in a manufacturing business and it doesn't, you don't have or, to be in the yeah, or you're Or you're wealthy and you're trading your family's account or whatever. The point is that I, I think that the, the devastating impact on New York City real estate, which is, you know, was already, you know, slowing down a little bit just from natural economic environment. I think um, it could have a really, really harmful effect. I know, effect. but you know what? It's so crazy. Because if you ask me, gee, Dottie, what's the um, state of the market in New York City? And, of course, you know, I don't give anyone what I, you know, I, it's always my opinion. I, no one can give you facts, facts. But my opinion is the high end has kind of slowed down. Slowed down. Yeah. However, we sold three buildings, three apartments that are, and the apartments in 432 Park are the smallest one is a half a floor. So that you either get a half a floor or a full floor. We sold, I think, three in the last week and a half. So those are the, yeah, those are the mega apartments and that's. So, you know, I, you know, you don't know, you don't know, but here's what I tell people. If you want to make a good deal, don't, don't make the deal when everyone says the market's great, it's fantastic, yeah. it's great. If you have money, now's the time you should. The market's not soft. It's a little flat. And, you know, a lot of it also has to do with political indecision. And that is really my, my thoughts. So that's a very good point. You know, I, I think that when there's this uncertainty, uncertainty has a, a very significant negative impact. You know, we can live with it. We just need to know what it is, right? So all this state of flux is making people very uncomfortable you're right like, like what well, once it is what it is and everyone knows okay then this we'll is deal the with rules it. this is what it is then you take your medicine okay then 
It's like medicine. It's like if you have a medical problem and you don't know until you know, then you can deal with it. I won't say where I live since I don't all. I mean, I love to have you all visit me, but not all at once. <laughs> not at once. But in, I, you know, I live in a nice, and it's a condo and hotel in New York City. And the woman that does the sales there told me, um, Donnie, you know, like we only sold like three apartments. And that's odd. And I said, well, what do you think? She said, and then an agent that works for Douglas Elman, knowing I live there, wrote to me, Donnie, I have three listings there. What, is something going on? I said, not that I know of, but what it is is a lot of foreigners live in these apartments. A lot of people, I'm in a building that really, it's not a building that people, people from all over the world, people from all over the world, and they don't live there all the time, and I like it this way, I don't have to, I don't have to know everyone. Yeah, you're like me. We don't like to know our neighbors. No, I'm very friendly. <laughs> but I don't want every time someone visits me, they know who it is, yeah. how many times. I, I just don't. So anyhow, but I love living there. And uh, she said it's because the foreigners are really not sure of what's going on with the U.S., you know. Now, on the other hand, I spoke to someone East that told me that these two girls I met yesterday, who have a developer that did a project. It's, it, it looks like a um, brownstone. It looks like a brownstone project. We went to see it yesterday. It was beautiful. And the developer told me I'm buying something in the Hamptons. I won't say where so that you could rush out and get it ahead of him. But, uh, and he said, I didn't see it. He said, what do you think of the property? I said, well, it's great. So he said to me, well, that's where I'm going to build. And he's gone home for building construction and you know they don't say that the hamptons they, they're pretty much saying the high end of, of all of the country has kind of not bad just kind of leveled, leveled off, off. Yeah. so what are you hearing ace what but i heard that the money's been able to get out of china easier now it's um it's as long as it's documented then they can actually transfer it out but again you know i think what a lot of people are are, are somewhat missing is that two years ago the currency in foreign countries was a lot stronger than the dollar. So they were willing to pay a little bit of a premium when they came over to, to the United States. So today, if you look at the economy, the dollar is actually a lot stronger than what it used to be. So you're not really seeing those overbid price um, price wars anymore. And really, you know, the key to this market is the price is right. It's like that show. You get the price right, you win a prize. Okay. You get the price like wrong, that. You're not going to get the you the, get the, the booby property, prize. right? You get the booby prize, right? <laughs> so, if if you look at the marketplace and if you look at an apartment that's priced right, you look at your comps, you do your due diligence, you work with a great realtor, you're you're going to get your home sold, or you're going to you, at least you're going to at least offer a price that the seller may accept. But if it's priced out of the market, you know you're going to see inventory stay on the market for a lot longer. But so. how easy is it to get money? Is out of, I mean, is it like I was told like any of the um, a lot of people already got their money. The people that are buying already took got their money out of the foreign markets a while ago. How easy is it? Now I'm hearing that the restrictions are lightening up again. Or is it's, that um, kind of speculative? Yeah, I, I mean, people have already taken their money out, but there's still a, a, another set of demographics that's still going to take their money out, right? So I think you're going to see an influx the next 10 years. 
but it's still regulated. They, they, you know, there's only certain amounts of, of money that you can transfer at a time. So okay. that's going to be the challenge so going forward. I have a question for you. I have actually two that were emailed. Yes. To ACE, we know the proposed new tax law will limit the home mortgage interest deduction on a new home purchase up to 500000 We don't know that for a fact yet. It looks like what they're trying to do, and I'm hoping they don't do it. But in any sense, what about refinances, or will it only apply to new loans? What about home equity loans? Would they have to be used only for home renovations? This is a multi-question. Yeah. What, what about what mortgage about interest deductions on second homes? Now, okay, so if we break that down so our listeners can hear or can get. The first question he asks is um, on refinances. So for anything that's a new mortgage, right? So whether it's a refinance, whether it's a home equity line of credit, or whether it's a, what was a third? Refinances, home equity. Yes. So refinances, home equities. And mortgage interest deductions on second homes. On second homes, right? So anything that's new. So anything that's that, that you that you purchased or you, that you refinance prior to the new the new bill being um, being stated, then you're grandfathered in. So a refinance will count as a new mortgage because you're still getting a mortgage on your um, current equity on your home. Um, if you if you need to refinance your second home or purchase a second home, that will apply okay, so wait to the new laws. Okay, so that second home? I have yes. a home now, let's say, a primary Correct. residence, okay? Correct. You're looking to buy something in Florida. I want to buy a home in Florida, right. And my home, um, let's just use an example. My home in my primary residence, I have a $700,000 mortgage on, all right? Yeah, so you can still write off the million dollars on, the, on your primary home, on your current home, but the new home that you're purchasing in Florida, you will not be able to. Anything. Anything. Make sense? Well, that's because your grandfather, if you've already bought something. Grandfather on existing. On your existing. Okay, so all of us should have bought homes already. Thank goodness we did. Yeah, thank, I did. thank goodness we did. I finally did something right in my life. I bought you bought, you did. So wait, now, but now, here's what I'm thinking. It's going to prevent people like me from selling, right? Even if I wanted to sell, I'm going to have a big incentive not to sell. You'll I lose got that. And then you're going to say, thing. why should I sell? If I buy something exactly. new, now I lose the whole deduction. And it interferes with liquidity in the market, which we don't want to do. We want to incentivize people well, okay. to, to buy and Could sell when they need to. for a second we're politicians? <laughs> and let's just say we're all of different... You know, we're not all Republicans. We're, we're, all, we're all mixed up. Which we are at this okay, table. We all, all have different uh, beliefs. Yeah. yeah. But let, we're trying to do the best thing for our, our country, which is what people should be trying to do. Hello. So what, yes. do you, what would be the solution that would be best for all of I think even if we weren't in real estate, I think we, we would all agree that this was not a good idea for the country. And I'm shocked that. One, one thing I said to everybody is, this is a real estate guy, the president. This is the most real estate guy we've ever elected president. He made his fortune on real estate. He'll protect real estate. And why, why then are we talking about, you know, knocking real estate? I don't understand. I'm, I'm shocked, frankly. I would have never predicted this president would even I, entertain anything that would impact negatively real estate. My only guess is that because he's a real estate person and he's probably very sensitive to the, that they would 
growing his face. That, that's why you're doing it, because it's for real estate. And but he's not sensitive to well, eliminating maybe that's state why he's doing uh, it. He's ducks. hurting the one you love. <laughs> I don't know. Although, I don't know. once you get to what deduction, you get no deduction. I don't get any deduction. Yeah, well, I, no, I have a second house. So, so, so income tax deductions do start to phase out at certain income levels under the current tax. Okay, so wait, let, let everyone also, know this because yeah, I don't think yeah. people realize it. This is, yeah, so, I have it, three it, houses, maybe four. Yeah, but, well, I don't. Well, right now, Mona gave them to my daughter, but I don't get any tax deductions. Period. On well, at certain income levels, uh, itemized deductions start to phase out. Period. Under the current. Okay, so under the new regime. I don't know about that one. That one I don't know. I don't think that one's affected under the new regime. Oh, we're on break. Okay. Guys, we got to do something. Planning a holiday, office, or corporate party? How about a family get-together, birthday party, dinner party, or black tie event? DR Catering, the official caterer of AM970 The Answer, will create a custom menu that fits your taste and style and offer unique and extensive menus, custom-made for your specific needs. With expert consultation from setup to cleanup, the professional and friendly staff at DR Catering will be with you every step of the way, from budget planning, staffing, and location selection to floral design and decor. See your party come to life. Featuring traditional family-style food as well as following the latest food trends, DR Catering is dedicated to satisfying all your dietary needs. DR Catering also specializes in social, corporate, and pharmaceutical catering. Let them cater your next business lunch. To make your event a memorable one, call Dominic at 201-673-7380. That's 201-673-7380 or visit them online at drcatering.com. Finding the right holiday gift can be so stressful unless you're giving impressive, personalized, and unique gifts to your family, friends, and clients from Pompeii Gift Baskets, a family-owned business in New Jersey with a history of inspiring joy with delicious foods and drinks. Pompeii Gift Baskets specialize in providing a wide array of customizable gift baskets featuring luxury wines, champagnes, beer, coffee, tea, decadent snacks, chocolate truffles, cookies, and more. Wine and liquor bottles can even be engraved with a special message, photo, or logo. Basket themes are personalized and can range anywhere from elegant and chic to masculine or sports themed go to pompeygiftbaskets.com to create your custom order or call daniela she'll work within any budget to get your gift just right down to including kosher options if needed delivery is available throughout the u.s from single baskets or bottles to large corporate orders to create your custom gift call pompey gift baskets at 888-272-0220 that's 888-272-0220 or visit pompeygiftbaskets.com that's pompey p-o-m-p-e-i giftbaskets.com Hi, Kevin McCullough. Have you ever had a legal question pertaining to elder law or estate law and wondered to yourself, what's the best course of action to take? Every Thursday during Kevin McCullough Radio at 5 o'clock on AM 970 The Answer, you'll hear Mike Connors of Connors & Sullivan Attorneys at Law answer a listener's actual question. If you have a legal question for Mike Connors, the Ask the Lawyer host, simply email the question to askmikeconnors at gmail.com or call the Legal Question of the Week phone line at 347-735-MIKE. That's 347-735-6453. And don't forget to tune in to Ask the Lawyer with Mike Connors every Saturday evening at 6 on AM 970, The Answer. Pain relief is here and it's natural. You don't need all the negative side effects of ibuprofen when you have Relief Factor. Relief Factor is made from high-quality fish oil and essential nutrients, gives your body the help it needs to fight recurring aches and pains. When life's aches and pains get you down, you need Relief Factor. How do I know? Because I know. Because I've tried it. I've taken it. 
I'm thrilled with the results from Relief Factor. ReliefFactor.com. I take a packet in the morning, a packet in the evening, my lower back pain, gone. This stuff really works. And in fact, 80% of people who try the three-week quick start, which is the introductory offer, buy it again. 80%. So what do you have to lose except 20 bucks? Give it a shot. The 1995 uh, three-week quick start is waiting for you at relieffactor.com. If you don't think it's for you afterwards, that, just let them know and you're only out 20 bucks. But think of what life could be like without any pain. relieffactor.com or call 800-500-8384 for Relief Factor. When you're hiring, you want qualified candidates fast, and it can be hard to know where to find them. More than 3 million businesses use Indeed.com, the world's number one job site. Whether you need entry-level or highly skilled employees, Indeed helps you find great talent and make the right hire. Indeed is offering new users a $50 credit to give their first job post premium visibility as a sponsored job. Redeem this offer at Indeed.com slash promo. That's Indeed.com slash promo. Terms, conditions, and quality standards apply. It's I on Real Estate. Got a question? Call 866-970-9622. Here's Douglas Elements CEO, Dottie Herman. Here we are, we're live. Uh, we're back with I on Real Estate, and I am feel like I'm echoing. So uh, we are trying to get along with the show. I have our Leslie. I think I'm going to have to let somebody do this. This microphone is not working. Hello, uh, Leslie Everfinell. Are you on the line, Leslie? I, I am. Hi. <laughs> Hi, Leslie. Sorry, we're having a little bit of technical difficulties here this morning. No, uh, but but the show will go on. Uh, Leslie, welcome. So you're you're with the Miami Herald, and tell us about uh, what you write about. I write about the important news. I write about what celebrities are down here and what they're doing. And I also write about the restaurant scene and the party scene. Well, you must have a lot to write about this weekend because uh, I think this is the busiest social weekend probably of the year, I'd imagine, Miami, right? With yeah, Art this Basel. and the, the wine and food and this weekend, this week are insane. Yes. So first teach us uh, out-of-town people how to say it. Is it basil or basil? I think it's basil, right? Yeah, I say basil, but some people say basil. Basil. Okay, so I won't be made <laughs> fun of if I say basil. Depends on which way you want to go, but not basil. <laughs> so for those of us who, those people who don't know about this, the major art show, and, and, and tell us you know, how it started and, and who's here and what kind of art they're buying and selling. Okay, so Art Basel started as a small offshoot, a satellite art fair of the famous one in Switzerland. It started mm. down in Miami, I don't even know how many years ago, I would say 15. Um, and when it first started, all it was was about art, art collecting, art collectors, and people who like art. Then, so this is not like the Leonardo da Vinci that was just sold for $500 million. This is contemporary, modern yeah, art? I, this, this airs more on the side of modern, yes. But there's okay. all kinds of art, really. I mean, I don't know about the da Vinci's, but we've got the uh, Basquiat. So, yeah, it's more modern. But mm -hmm. the whole art fair evolved or mutated into an insane um, collection of offshoot satellite art fairs, parties, corporate events. I mean, it, it became in, like a monster, like crazy, yeah. crazy. I've, I've, never, I've never seen so many 
Beautiful, expensive cars in my life, by the way. Oh, I mean, well, that's, <laughs> that's typical. But, yes, there are more this week. A lot of people are renting a lot of them also. Yeah. <laughs> so it's a huge conglomeration of, of wealth in the art world that all convenes on Miami for this one weekend or this yes. one week of art shows. And now, are people actually buying or are they just going and looking? Or there's a lot of, uh, there's a lot of buying and selling that happens? Well, here's the story because usually the past several years – I mean, the, the art buyers are always going to buy. The collectors will buy. I mean, last year we had Barbara Streisand was down here herself um, buying art. And a lot of the celebrities either – a lot of celebrities used to come just for photo ops. The serious art collectors like the George Clooney's, Brad Pitt, they had art dealers doing their, their, their buying for them. Um, mm. As far as art collectors, this year um, I've been told is really um, – a smash hit for the art buying world. That's what it's about. I mean, it, Art Basel has returned to its original purpose. People are buying mm-hmm. art. That's okay. what's going so, on right now. So now you've got the inside line, so I have to ask you a question, because this okay. week it was disclosed that the buyer of the $500 million Da Vinci last week was not Ace. Everyone thought it was Ace, Watana Supar, but it turns out it wasn't. It was the yeah. crown prince. It wasn't Dottie. It was the crown prince of Saudi Arabia. Surprise, surprise. Who, by right. the way, has been cracking down on excesses and austerity by, uh-huh. uh, in Saudi Arabia. But it turns out he used a straw man, a distant uh, prince who was not even uh, in the direct line of succession. Right. There were over 2,000 Saudi princes. Is he here or is somebody here buying for him? Do you no, know? No, he's not here. There's definitely someone buying for him. He's run out of money. He, 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 he spent he all his money on the, on the Da Vinci. That's it. He's got nothing. Nothing okay. but the Da Vinci. Um, so, no, but it seemed jammed. I mean, I, with Douglas Elliman, has been sponsoring it five years now. Yes. And it felt very, very busy. Very, yeah, no, very it's, busy. It's packed. It's packed. But I don't think we have the Saudi prince, but we actually have other royalty down here, which was fabulous. We had like who? The, the Duchess of York, Sarah Ferguson. Oh, Fergie and, was here. Yes, okay. Fergie was I here. I heard that. She looks fabulous, and she was with her princess daughter. So we had oh, real royalty out and about because one of the daughters is uh, she works with an art house. Um, I forget the name Hauser. Do you know mm-hmm. it? Hauser and hold on, I'll tell you in a minute. Um, the daughter is a director. So yeah, we had real royalty out and about. Can, staying can at I the, ask you a question? Yeah. Do you think that it helps younger people really get interested in art? I do. I do. I do also. Yes, I absolutely do. And if it takes um, Scott Disick, who's been down here this whole week making out with Sophia Ritchie, if it takes his presence here to interest younger people in art, <laughs> so be it. We'll take Wait it, right? You glossed I mean, over that one. We have to return to that one now. You yeah, glossed please. over that. So what's, what, what did you see? What happened? Tell I us. Can't, I, I can't. I'm no, sorry. No, no one's listening. It's just us. It's the just the Kardashian spawned but, but I see... More and more young people coming, and I think they're coming to have a ball. Yes. But they go and see art. They're exposed to it. Yep. And I think it's all about that. I do, too. I agree. It absolutely has exposed the millennials, shall we say, to art, whether it's graffiti art, whatever, street art or performance art, which I have another good one for you that happened last night. Um, but Oh, tell us. Tell us. A man um, painted his painting with his penis. Do you think that's oh. art? Listen, well, that... who am I to say? Uh, I, Would you I, buy I it? I missed that one. I... Would I buy it? Yes, I don't I. think so. It depends on what it looked like, I suppose. But, but wait a second. 
I have to ask you, yeah. you've been coming as long as I have. There's always a couple. I didn't see them. They're news. Oh, yeah. You're right. They, like, they, they look like unisex. Yes. I have not seen them this year Did either. Did you not see them? No, and they make their I, presence. They've been here since day one. You're right. I know, and I didn't retired. see them. Yeah. I, I, maybe they got tired. I mean, it is exhausting after well, a while. Well, I have to tell you, just so our listeners hear, there's a couple. They're a man and wife. <laughs> I think they're married. And they are nude with paint, body paint. Mm-hmm. And I'm not sure if you can tell who is the man and who is the woman. Well, I guess you could tell. But uh, I would hope so. They appear every. And this is art a performance show. art piece that they're doing. And I miss them this year. Yeah, you're right. They're not here. They're not. I yeah. haven't seen them unless they're on the down low. I don't know. A lot of people are very low key this year. <coughs> Why is that? There's a lot of factors. I mean, you know what? In, a few months ago, GQ magazine came out with an article that called Art Basel one of the worst parties in America because. Why? First of all, it's not a party. That's the problem. That was the big problem. It, like I said, it mutated into something a little gross. After you know all the corporate um, tie-ins every year, not like not the legit ones, but it would be you could be on the street. Not like party. us. All right. Not like no, not like exactly. But there would be like. Um, McDonald's sponsors a 7-Eleven Art Basel party. It became a little bit of a, a caricature of what it was supposed to be. It became gross. Yeah, I wasn't so, invited to the McDonald's 7-Eleven party. Yeah, I, every, I mean, you could walk anywhere, performance art, you know, at the gas uh-huh. station. Like, it became a joke. But this year, I think people shied away from that, and there's not as mm-hmm. many uh, ridiculous parties. There's actual, real, solid events. So is there any well, any buzz on what's like the biggest major piece of art that's been sold? Well, so I went to the Post party. I went to the Douglas Elliman. Pe- and then there was a guy that had two dogs. He's a photographer. Yeah. Can't think of his name. Went to his party. Um, but like I went to a lot of tours. It's not schlock. No, no that's, way. That's the, that's what that, that was the problem with the past few years. That's why GQ put that on the list because it was getting schlocky. This year it's not. It's reeled itself in, I think. And it's but good. But can I it's, ask you, how, how could it be schlock? The prices to stay here are expensive. You're right. You're right. But it didn't matter. It did not matter. If anyone can get their name on the Art Basel bandwagon, they would throw their name on it, slap it on, and do a ridiculous event and say it's part of it. So people found their way into it regardless. This year it's not like that. This year I think we expected a downturn, but I think it's quality. There are less parties, but more So quality. let me ask you, what would you do if you could pick, Leslie, one thing that you think we could always do better, what would you think that would be? As far as what, the parties? Well, anything. I mean, less is more. That's what I think. I think, you know, don't, people don't need to go nuts. Like, there are a few solid events. Go to them. If you're buying art, you go to the art fairs. But right. it, everyone used to spread themselves so thin and have to be here and have to be there. And this year, it just felt like, you know what, not, not like that, but in a good way. I said, you know what, the same thing you, I said, I am not going to 25 parties. Right. I'll pick a few. Exactly. It used to be from one thing to the next, exhausting. I mean, it was crazy. And not so much this year, which is good. It's, I mean, the traffic. Now, how do we get onto your blog? You can either go to Miami.com. That's part of the Miami Herald. And then I have my own blog, because sometimes I can't write everything I want to write, called thesavvygadfly.com. Okay, we're writing that down. 
check okay, it out. Okay, I'm going to post it. Okay, cool. And maybe we'll have you on as a guest when you can call into New York. That would be fantastic. I would love it. Okay, great. Thank you so much. It was great having you on. Thank you for having me. Enjoy the rest of your time. Take care. Thank you. Bye. Okay, what a great guest. Fabulous. Uh, are we taking a break now, guys? Uh, okay, we're ready for the break. He can analyze the 44 muscles in the face, which demonstrates seven core emotions. Happiness, surprise, fear, sadness, anger, disgust, and contempt. More importantly, you cannot fool the nerves in the face with a forced smile or a forced frown. He is Dr. Dan Hill, a facial decoder. Tom Girardi's fascinating guest on this weekend's Champions of Justice. Tune in Champions of Justice, Sunday mornings at 10, here on AM 970, The Answer. In an era where it's tough to know which news outlet to trust. At a time where it's difficult to find facts, not just opinion. There is an oasis in the news desert. It's the Cats Roundtable. John Katsimatidis, the personification of the American dream, who built a multi-billion dollar business empire, talks with some of the nation's top newsmakers every Sunday morning at 8.30 a.m. You won't just hear partisan spin. You'll hear directly from the newsmakers who are shaping the news cycle in the city, the country, and the world. On the Cats Roundtable, you won't just hear about politics. You'll hear about science, business, education, animal rights, humanitarian rights instead, maybe and any other topics that you're interested in. Catch the Cats Roundtable every Sunday morning, starting at 8.30, right after Morano in the Morning on AM 970. The Answer. Mike Connors, host of Ask the Lawyer and published in New York Magazine's top-rated lawyers. Whether assisting a client with drafting a will or trust, power of attorney, health care proxy, nursing home plan, or other matter, Connors & Sullivan's goal is always the protection of their clients' rights and interests. Connors & Sullivan Attorneys at Law, PLLC, has dedicated attorneys that can help you with estate planning, elder law, and probate. They listen to their clients to learn about their families, their financial picture, and their long-term goals to create a comprehensive plan to meet your objectives. They assist with the complex tax matters that are often involved in estate planning and probate. Contact Connors & Sullivan Attorneys at Law, PLLC, with offices in Brooklyn, Queens, Midtown Manhattan, and Staten Island to schedule a free consultation with an attorney. 718-238-6500. That's 718-238-6500. And listen to Ask the Lawyer right here every Saturday evening at 6. Message and data rates may apply. Hair Club has an incredible free offer for our listeners. Stay tuned. Are you one of the 90 million Americans suffering from hair loss or thinning hair? Now is the time to take control and do something about it. Don't wait any longer. Text MORE to 246810 right now to get your free hair loss guide and a free hair analysis when you schedule a complimentary, no-obligation consultation. For over 40 years, Hair Club has been the leading hair loss expert, offering all proven surgical, non-surgical, and hair regrowth solutions. See for yourself how Hair Club can help you get your hair back. Text right now, and for a limited time, you'll even get a set of free hair care products especially formulated for thinning hair when you come in for your consultation. Text MORE to 246810. That's M-O-R-E to 246810 right now to receive your free hair loss guide, free hair analysis, and free hair care products when you come in for your consultation. Text now. Are you among the millions of Americans who feel uncertain when it comes to their health care? 
We are happy to inform you that there is a solution, and that solution is Liberty HealthShare. It's a community of like-minded people who work together to pay for their medical costs. You choose your doctor and hospital. Starting at $107 a month for a single, up to $449 a month for a family. That's mom, dad, and all kids. For more info, visit libertyhealthshare.org. That's libertyhealthshare.org. It's I on Real Estate. Got a question? Call 866-970-9622. Here's Douglas Elements CEO, Dottie Herman. And just in case you're interested, it's pouring rain here, and I understand we're going to have snow in New York if it's not snowing already. And if it is, please someone call us in and let us know so that we can be happy that we're not in the snow, although we're all flying back very shortly. Uh, just so you know, Leslie uh, Abramovell, she, the woman who just joined us on the phone, she writes delightful columns for the Miami Herald and has her own blog, The Savvy Gladfly, which is kind yeah, of yeah. cute. It's cool. Um, I always tell you what today is, and today is Christmas card day, uh, and it celebrates its inventor, Sir Henry Cole, who created the first ever commercial Christmas card. Do people still send them out? Yes, anymore? I do. Yes. And back in 1843 in London. So hmm. that's how old the Christmas card is. How many do you send out a year? A lot. Really? And then I have a list of all the people I forgot that sent them to me. Oh, <laughs> you're, you're one of those organized people. Yeah. By 1880, 5 million cards a year. By 1880, there were 5 million cards that a year. That was a lot back yeah. then. That's a lot. And this year, they predict that over 2 billion Christmas cards will be sent in the U.S. alone. Wow. Now, of course, if you were born on this day and you're a Sagittarius, by the way, not a bad sign for me, not great, but not bad, um, you share your birthday with Donny Osmond, who is, guess how old? I think he's 60 or something. You got it. He's 60. And let me tell you, I saw their show in Vegas. I went kicking and screaming to the show. I'm like, I'm not going to go see Donnie and Marie. That's ridiculous. Somebody's going to see me going in. They'll make fun of me. They'll make fun of you, Jerry. I had more fun at that show, Donnie, and I would go back and see it again. You would? It was such a good show. They are such good entertainers. They are. And let me just tell you, you, next time you're in Vegas. Okay, like a go ahead. Dottie, does Ace, to see Donnie Ace is looking Corey. at us. He doesn't even know who they are. They're the Osmonds, Ace. Okay, they were big in Google it. time. Google it. Okay, yeah, Dottie. Uh, it was I, a great. It was a great cool. show. Yeah. I love them. Okay, so if you come across an apartment in New York that seems too cheap to be true, it might be because of things you never thought of. So later in the show, I'll fill you on twelve reasons mm. that why amazing New York City apartments is so cheap. Now that's misleading because they aren't. However, if you really look and look and do your homework, you can find a lot of, you know, you always hear about the big apartments, 20 million, 30 million, 15 million, but there are apartments that you really can get that are affordable, so don't let people tell you that you can't. You said you'd know the reason, that's all. Right, right. I mean, so, okay, home buying, by the way, is happening at a record set, set, setting, a record speed setting. Uh, it's the highest in 10 deals of how quickly things are selling, all right? It's because we have a shortage all over the country, not on the high end, on the lower end. Uh, So therefore, if you are looking for a home and you're a starter home, and I always tell people, you're never going to get in the game if you don't start. Yes. You've got to start somewhere. And Ace, who I respect tremendously, um, and I don't just 
try to embarrass him. Well, I do. <laughs> but we will. Yeah. But I will. But you know, this guy is really a young guy, millennial, and he's smart enough to know, hey, you don't. The first house doesn't have to be the first apartment. Doesn't have to be the Taj Mahal. Exactly. Yeah. But but. How old were you when you got in the game? When I got in the game, I was actually twenty twenty four. So two, like two years ago or three years ago. <laughs> He's he very youthful looking. He has more investments and he is really on it. And like I said, the, the first place you start is where yeah. you start. Nobody's, right. you know, you know, unless you're a trust fund baby. <laughs> yeah. You didn't start in a forty-two million dollar house. And you know, Dottie, you for years were pushing me. I got in the game very late, particularly since of our real estate. Because I was bugging you so every day. It's a point where I couldn't even take it anymore. Buy a house. But, buy but you're a house, absolutely buy right. Once you're in. You feel like, okay, now I'm, I'm in the pool. Now, you know, buying and trading gets a little bit easier and you understand the process. The first it's one is the hardest. And by the way, the most adorable child just walked in our studio. I wish we had cameras now. He is so cute. I'm going to have to make him say a word is too, too cute for words. Too cute okay. for words. He'll have to say a few words about real estate <laughs> when he gets around to having his <laughs> We'll have to put him on the web. Yeah, if you could see him. him yeah. Anyhow. Guess what? I mean, this is really a fun thing. Guess what the terms for the typical residential mortgage in 1930s were? In the 1930s. In the 1930s. Now, I know you weren't born, Ace. I don't no. expect you to know, but I thought you so, might. So, like, interest rates you talking about? Okay, in the 1930s, if you wanted to get a mortgage, yeah. you had to put 50% down. Ouch. With wow. a 10-year payoff. Oh, a 10-year amortization on a 10-year yeah, amortization. Yeah. Your payments. Only 10 years and half down, and that's the way it worked. That's expensive. That's why they had the GI Bill. No yeah, the GI yeah. Bill helped, yeah. It was next to impossible for the average American to come up with 50% down payment right. and then pay off the remaining 50% of a home's value in only a decade. And at that time, home ownership rate was below 49%. Versus the, the versus the current rate of 63.9%. So when FHA, which is the Federal Housing Administration, and Fannie Mae were created, insurance against defaults became available to borrowers, and banks loosened up their loan terms <coughs> to 20% down with a longer payoff. In the ensuing decades, borrowers could make much lower down payments. Now, we always try to tell people, you could get in to some places as little as 5%, yeah, three and a half. I've been three and a half for FHA. And by the way, if you were a veteran, <sighs> zero. You don't zero. have to pay any money down as long as you have good credit, and even your credit could be a little iffy. We'll give you a few breaks for that. Um, so that I just thought it was interesting to see how difficult it was in the 1930s yeah. to buy a home. And you know, in some countries, they still don't have most most homes are bought with cash. I cash. was reading about India, yeah. for example. They don't have a robust mortgage market in India. It really is the sign of a developed uh, economy. To have yeah, it. and they don't want people to have 30 years to pay things off. They just don't. Okay, now, you're never going <clears> to <throat> guess this. What? Where are homes at the most risk for flooding? Now, Jay Parker has just joined us, and I'm going to give him, I mean, after the break, most of the rest of the show because we... Never get to see him enough. As long I could see him every day, he's the greatest. And what he's done to Florida is, uh, uh, words can't even, he's really built a wonderful company. But we, we were talking about earlier in the show, before Jay got here, about what's happening if those tax laws go through. When people are calling us in New York already asking us about Florida. 
and wanted to move down here. Okay, so yeah. we're going to, uh, you know, as soon as we have uh, our 11 o'clock break, I'm going to give him the show because I want him to not only talk, and again, a lot of agents sent me their listings, the 42 million, 62 million, and we have them. But we also have great homes for s- s- such affordable prices, and he's going to tell you a little about the taxes and how that works because so many New Yorkers, and we do have an app now, at the App Store, which by January will be live. It's an hour late now. but So this way you could go to the App Store and you could look up Florida property. You could look up whatever you want to look up and get all that information because I, I don't like to see New, York, New Yorkers go, but the truth is we see a lot of people thinking with the tax laws and the climate, and I hear the brokers and, down and here talking about it. Yeah, they're, they're very happy. About they're happy about it. I don't blame them. I think it's okay. going to be a boon. But for back to my question. Let's see who guesses it. Where are homes most at risk for flooding? Well, given the rainstorm right outside right now, I would think right here. But Can you guess? Where, what state would, you know, it's a hard guess. Louisiana. What state would have the highest concentrations of houses built on land not included in the federal government's designated flooding zones that are at a high, moderate risk of being damaged by flooding. I guess Louisiana. Arizona. 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 The desert? Yeah, this makes no sense. The findings come from new research by CoreLogic and states that 68% of homes in Arizona are located in flood-prone areas compared to 31% in Texas, 49% in Louisiana, and 54% in Texas. Florida. So hmm. Arizona... I guess, you know, we think of floods as, <laughs> as near bodies of water. But, but not necessarily. It could be rain, right? Could be could be rain-caused flooding. All places which are known to be vulnerable, unlike the home state of Grand Canyon. Arizona's flooding risk can be largely explained by Phoenix's flat topography. Okay. So that was a... I okay. would never... I, I and think by I the way, for never those rich people who really want to get away from taxes, uh, Monaco, does everyone know where Monaco is? Of course. Okay. Princess Grace. We have Princess Albert. Mm-hmm. Monaco has decided to green light a construction project that will reclaim 15 acres of land from the sea so that more luxury homes can be built on it. I think Monaco is probably one of the most expensive places you can live in. It's not. Um, The prices were so astronomical and so too apparently will be the demand. No matter, I, I can't imagine what the host, those prices are going to go for in, in Monaco. There's no income tax? Okay, there, with its lax tax laws, mm. no personal income tax, okay, so they have no personal income tax in Monaco, and no inheritance tax. Mm. For instance, about a third of Monaco's residents are millionaires, and the Guardian City's real estate research that suggests that within 10 years that figure could jump to 42%. So Monica measures only 485 acres, and there's basically no more room for additional housing, which can go for as much as $10,000 per square foot. Yeah. Now, it's like they don't get those prices in New York, and I'd say New York is one of the higher prices. Like four times New York, right? Roughly? Yeah. Have, have you guys Hundreds been there? Of tons of I've sand. never been to Monica. So no. in case you're thinking of it, or you have some rich relative that, you know, the baby boomers stand to inherit a lot of money. Um, you never know. 
It's just that Monaco is small. and. Uh, so, Ace, you've been there? I've, I've been there three years ago. Yeah. And it is literally a billionaire's playground. Really? It is. And, they, and they, I guess where they got the sand from. Well, sand is in An big Italian shortage. Italian sand from Sicily. That's Italian from sand? Sicily. That's what <laughs> Sicily. Sand is, sand is uh, yeah. in dire need right now yeah. in the world. So I'll watch a documentary I just about thought it. that was an interesting fact because Very. Monaco is, 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 is really getting bigger. Now, we were talking about this tax plan. Jay, what's your feeling on it? Now, they're saying, and again, I don't have an opinion because I don't think it's going to pass, but um, this was an article, I think, in the Wall Street Journal and the New York Times, and it said that, now, for example, fewer than 40,000 people pay about half of the city's income tax. So I always tell people, you drive all those people out of the city, you mm-hmm. won't have any pay. Talking about New York taxes. City. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, but Robert Schiller, who is... Kay Schiller guy. Yeah, he's economist, a, smart guy. Doesn't think home prices will fall if the limit of the amount of mortgages debt uh, is cut in half. He doesn't think they'll fall really? at all. I don't either. Really? People, okay, but what about... Schiller says he doesn't think a cut to the property tax deduction could be a substantial hit to people who are paying a lot of property taxes. Now... Um, I think it will. Well, let me put it this way. <laughs> If you're paying thirty-six thousand dollars in taxes, uh-huh. which is and for real estate taxes, yeah. not not for a big house even. Uh, no, okay? no, this is a basic like two thousand square foot house. People well, think, that. don't think it's a mansion. Yeah, not, not at all. Even close. If you're paying thirty, now you don't have to send your private schools because the schools are usually good. Yeah, yeah. Okay, it's a big decision to relocate, and then we're going to talk with Jay, okay, and he's going to tell you about some of the areas that are that you could really get into about how the schools, because there was, there was a time when people said, well, we would go to Florida, but the schools aren't great, and that's totally changed. And I, I, you know, Jay's going to talk about that. But he doesn't think it's going to make a difference, and I, I don't know that I think it's going to pass, but he says the effect will be concentrated amongst homeowners, especially homeowners in higher tax counties and households making over $200,000. Lower income earners will benefit in short term. Individual benefits. Short term. Yeah. yeah. So he thinks this, because we were talking about the second home and whether yeah. that. Well, you know, the, the theory, by the way, behind this, the economic theory behind this is that if you <clears throat> remove the tax deduction for state and local income taxes, it will incentivize states like New York to reduce spending which I just laughed out loud when I heard that because they're never going to do that. I would love for them to do that, but they're not going to do that. So anyway, we've got a break coming Is up. Is it 11 either. o'clock? Do we have our almost, 11? almost. It's, it's almost 11 yeah. o'clock? Yeah. So we have our 11 o'clock news, and then I have a very big special guest, one of my favorite people, <laughs> one of the best people. I thought I was one of your favorite people. Besides oh, my group okay. that works here. And once we get our app done, he'll be a regular part of this. Uh, we have... Jay Parker, he's going to come in right after we do the 11 o'clock news and really talk about Florida, where it's going, where it's come from, some of the, I, I can't say any, the development's unbelievable. Beautiful. And all different price ranges. We'll be right back. 866-970-9622. And look for our app in the App Store. It's called Ion Real Estate, and then you can get everything right. Eye on Real Estate with Dottie Herman is sponsored by Citizens Bank N.A. 
Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.